Thinking. When you change your thinking, when you learn how to think differently, and you learn how to do new things, you can get new results. So after forward success, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things Black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say Black, y'all say Wall Street. Black Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say Black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this 42nd edition of Black Wall Street Greetings, Today. I want to thank you all for your emails of support. Please continue to send your show ideas to Blair at blackbrand.biz. We love receiving those. We love hearing from you. Um, join us online as well. Continue the conversation with us at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Instagram, as well as Black Brand, uh, Black Brand Biz on Facebook and Instagram. We love to hear from you via our our, our online platforms. We do have a special, special guest that will join us after our first break. So make sure you remain tuned in. Gentleman is an international best-selling speaker and author, and he's got a few things he's going to share with us right after the first break. But before we get there, today's show focuses on income protection. We're going to talk about what that means. Um, there's certainly some challenges in our community, um, and I'm hopeful that with our guest today, we'll sort of uh, get to the root of it and also get some tips for how it is that we can overcome our financial issues. Our first guest is the lovely Miss Tyranny Parker. She is joining us uh, as a financial advisor. She is an Amazon best-selling author of the book, Funding an Empire. I just love her spirit and her movement and her passion, particularly for this issue. I wanna welcome Tyranny to the show. How are you today? I'm wonderful, thank you for having me. It is a pleasure Good to see you as always. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I do want to um, open up our phone lines if our producer doesn't mind. 757-727-5711 as we kind of um, delve into this conversation in case folks want to interact with you more directly. Absolutely. Um, share with us, why, what is, what is the gap um, as you are experiencing it, working with our community, having conversations about finance and, and legacy building? Well, um, it's a very interesting topic because there is definitely um, some issues of gaps, especially when it comes to wealth building in our community, um, especially um, not just in regards to uh, retirement saving or investments, but also in regards to income protection as well. Um, there is a... The gap, I believe, is um, lessening, but it, it should be lessened even more, especially with all the knowledge that we have, or shall I say, all the uh, information that's out there. Um, it should still be lower numbers than what it is now. Yeah. Currently. So we should be doing better. We should be doing a lot better. So We should be seeing less GoFundMe campaigns. Um, absolutely. More which, checks being Oh my delivered. gosh, yes, absolutely. There is no need for a GoFundMe campaign. No need at all, especially when uh, life insurance is uh, quite affordable. Um, if you go the term... Um, route, you know, if you're going to do a permanent policy, of course, it costs a little bit more, not just a little bit more, but depending on your age and your health, it can cost a lot more. But as far as term insurance, 
It's very reasonable. It's no reason for us not to have obtained that um, to make sure that our loved ones are protected or the income is still coming in after we leave this earth. Yeah, that kind of took me right into my next question. Oh, good. Is it an issue of affordability? But you say it's not. Not if it's term. Now, term insurance is very uh, affordable for those who have small children. They have, um, you know, they have a, a new family or they're in their earning, early earning years. Mm-hmm. And so their salary is not where they want it to be, but they still want some type of protection in case, especially if the bread um, earner is removed from the picture. So it is quite affordable, and there's uh, so many insurance companies out there that offer um, so many products. And so for one to say that they can't afford it, I I disagree totally. It may be a money management issue. That's what I was going to ask. Yes, it may be due to debt. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that they have um, more debt than they have income, and so... Uh, life insurance is not something they're considering because they're trying to make sure that they meet all their income needs. But however, life insurance should be one of the number one things that you should be paying for uh, versus uh, paying for um, other things that are not that important. When you're trying to protect your income, an income that can be lost and then it actually puts a, a detriment on your family, whether or not they can still stay in that home or whether or not they can still, if the uh, uh, your spouse is not working, she can still stay at home and not work. This is a big, this is a big issue. It's something that we should be talking about. Absolutely. Hmm. I kind of agree. <laughs> I kind <laughs> of knew you would. Is one, of the, one of the number one things you should be paying for. I think that. Absolutely. Repeating. Yeah, right up there with rent. So it sounds like it's more of a values, <laughs> a mortgage, shall I a say. values issue. Yes. When you say money management, yes. it translates into perhaps us not having been taught that this is the way Bingo. we... Bingo. You just hit on it. So yeah. a lot of us grew up in families where life insurance was not talked about. I know in my family, I was raised by a single parent who, um, you know, she didn't teach me about investments or life insurance or retirement savings or anything like that, or even just having a savings because of the fact that she just didn't know that that's something that should be taught in the home. Usually, um, especially in our uh, community, the African-American community, um, when when we're talking about money, it's a taboo subject. It's very secretive. You know, we don't want to talk about what's going on or what we've done to um, achieve the wealth that we have, or we don't want to talk about some of the things that we should be talking about when it comes to wealth building because either we don't know or we do know and we just want to be secretive about it, which Mm -hmm. is unfortunate, very unfortunate. I know you're doing some things to kind of help break down those barriers. Absolutely. Right. What Can you give us some tips, practically speaking? How do we... How do we... um, embark upon that conversation because even now as someone who sort of works in this field so to speak it does it's not the most comfortable thing to just start talking about no it's not but so how do we broach that well i'm going to give you a practical example that i actually did so something that i experienced so during thanksgiving okay um i told my family members that you know we're going to enjoy a great thanksgiving together i'm coming down there to florida but we're going to also talk about 
life insurance, estate wow. planning. We're going to talk <laughs> just about yeah, straight up whether or not we all have wills. You know what's going, who's getting what, because I don't want to see my siblings looking at me side eyed um, because they. Um, thought that my mother said that they can have, you know, the furniture, the house, and she never said that, or she mentioned it to them and never said it to me, but um, I'm assuming that we should split the assets, you know, right down the line. Mm -hmm. So why not just, you know, break that mold, break that cycle, that generational cycle of not talking about it, and let's talk about it after we have Thanksgiving meal. We're sitting around, instead of sitting around watching television or the game, wow. let's talk about, do you have life insurance? And mom, if you do have life insurance, you know, can you tell me how much it is? What, who is the beneficiaries? Where is it located? Where are the policies? I don't yeah. want to be running around the house trying to find out where you hid the policies because you never mentioned it to me and because I was afraid to ask you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's perfect because... First of all, no one is not coming to Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, they're coming. They're coming to eat. <laughs> Whereas if it had just been so-and-so's birthday or whatever, people could have conveniently, you know, mm -mm. not been there. But you chose a time when you knew everyone would be present. Well, for my family, Thanksgiving is one of those times where we all come from all over the United States. We come wow. to Florida to um, have that time to spend with because most of my family members are down there. Uh, Christmas, we may do our own little thing, mm -hmm. but Thanksgiving is the time when everyone is there. So it's a great time for me to bring up the subject, hey, we need to talk about this. We need to talk about life insurance. We need to talk about who has it, who does not, and why they don't have it. We need to make sure if anyone dies prematurely and simply because of the fact that um, a couple of years ago, we had some young family members, my cousin who was 38, who died all of a sudden, that was an unexpected death. And I had another cousin that passed away and he was 40 something. And so because that was fresh in our minds, it gave me the opportunity to say, hey, while we're breaking bread, mm -hmm. let's talk about the fact that we need to make sure that not only are our families covered, but the fact that they're not only covered by life insurance, but that's also talk about whether or not we have a will, we have wills in place. Do we have disability insurance? Because that's even a part of protecting your income, that's not just good. life insurance. Let me interrupt you really quickly for the benefit of those who might just be tuning in. Uh, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street today. We are focused on income protection, talking with Tierney Parker about how we can broach the conversation in our families. Um, if you've got a question, maybe you've got a special circumstance um, and you want to kind of ask our expert here, 757-727-5711, feel free to give us a call. We'll be taking Taking callers, 757-727-5711. How did it go? Well, it went rather interestingly. Okay. <laughs> shall I say, because in a family, you know, you have different dynamics, different personalities. Mm -hmm. So some wanted to talk about it, some did not. Some mm -hmm. got upset with what was being said because I actually had my mom state in front of everybody why I wrote it were, down. All of that. Yeah. Wow. And be, um, what you want, you know, do you want the house sold or do you want it to stay in the family? 
Do you want your furniture sold? What do you what about the monies that you have, your investments? What's what's going on? Do you want us to all equally have a share or not? You know, how do you really feel? And it was very uncomfortable for my mom because I'm sure she has some sidebars mm. with my other siblings about some things that she wanted to give them. But when I pushed her into public eye in front of everybody and yeah. say, hey, let's just get it all out. Because when you're gone, when you have gone on to be with Jesus, I'm going to be the one, the minister, you know, the administrator of your estate, yeah. going to be having this issue with siblings who are going to get angry because they thought you said this or they knew you said it, but you didn't say it to me. Mm. So I wanted everyone to hear it out of her mouth. And then I recorded it as well. Wow. Yes. I wasn't, I'm not playing. You I've had too many issues. I've seen it with too many of not just our people, but people in general mm. that they are not prepared and people, um, siblings, family members don't even talk to each other anymore um, after the funeral, after, you know, the will is yes. read and all that. They don't I've want heard to. weddings and funerals yeah. destroy family. Exactly. You know, yeah. siblings, uh, cousins, what have you. And, you know, people need to be upfront about the fact that now you may not want to tell all of your children what you what you have the extent of all that you have because of very various reasons maybe there's a child that's on drugs or mm -hmm. they there's a child that has some issues but i think you should let um someone that you trust in your family know and then have it written written in a will in a trust somewhere where it will not be challenged basically I mean, you can still challenge your will, but at least it's written down instead of you just, you know, going off of memory of what mama said, daddy said, you know, you're not supposed to have that ring. I'm supposed to have it. Why are you getting her car? She's supposed to leave it to me. All Man. of that could be eliminated. Six or seven questions popped up in my head, but I do want to ask you this because <laughs> yes. I think it's one thing to have the conversation on the same generation or to go one up. Mm. What about having it with your children? How have you been able to equip them with well, this knowledge? That is a very good question, Blair. Well, my children, who all are millennials, mm -hmm. um, they have been in this life with me of seeing death occur in our family. They've mm -hmm. seen the devastation of people um, calling various family members and saying, hey, we need to get up money because um, I, I assumed that this person was going to die before, or I was going to die before my child. So therefore, I didn't have life insurance on him, but I have life insurance. So it, it didn't happen that way. So they've witnessed me talking to family members, talking to others, saying that, okay, this is what you need to do. And if you don't do this, you know, or, or the fact that you didn't do this, now we have to now figure out how to pay for this funeral. And that's not a good, you know, pill that to swallow. That sounds like a even more difficult conversation. Exactly. Than when you had at Thanksgiving. Well, yeah. And then my children, you know, their millennials are very smart. And they they were asking me, well, mom, do you have? <laughs> you and dad have life insurance because we don't want to be put in the same position. And, you know, what do you want to do with this house? And when you get another home, because we're about to purchase another home, what, you know, who's going to have that and, you know, what's going on. So I had to actually 
sit down with them. So just the same way where I was sitting down with my children, actually they were there. So yeah. we're talking about okay. different, various generations sitting at Thanksgiving dinner from generation to generation to generation, having these conversations. Everybody's ideas and um, their suggestions are important, how they feel are important, because we all have different perspectives. But the bottom line is we need coverage, Period. no matter how you spin it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. We've just got about three minutes remaining. So I know a lot of us have contributed to a GoFundMe campaign, you know. Um, yes. But as a financial advisor, have you actually delivered a death benefit to a family as of yet? I have to a family member, but I have not to a client, thank God. Um, but as a... Or not to a family member, but you know what I mean. Someone yeah. who purchased a policy. No, someone who you. purchased a policy through me, a family member. Okay. Um, I had to deliver that to, thank, it was a family member, another wow. family member. And um, thank God it was me, someone that they knew. But as for me delivering it, delivering it to a client, mm -hmm. I have not as of yet. Mm -hmm. And from- but what was that, what was that like? I mean, for you to be able to deliver that. I can just imagine the relief, the- I mean, I know it's a it's a painful thing, mm. but to have that check and to know that it was a great relief, yeah, you know? for the individual. Um, but do you you know what, Blair? I think one of the things that we don't think about, and I saw it in uh, my family members' eyes, is that this is not enough. They got mm. life insurance, but they didn't get it. This enough. is not enough. This is just enough to bury. Yeah. the individual, but... What's your recommendation in terms of how much coverage we need? Well, you're, is, there, is, just, is there a simple calculation? No, there are different formulas. There are different methods. Okay. But one method is if you, let's say you make $50,000 a year mm -hmm. and you times that by the number of years you would, you would most likely continue working. So let's say 20 years. That's a million dollars in coverage. So your income multiplied by the number of years that you would continue working from yes. the point that you purchased the insurance. Exactly. Okay. And also, you um, some people actually consider their debts or college funding. You know, do they want that covered as well? Mm, got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. I love it. Tierney, this has been great. You got to let folks know how they can reach you. How can they get a copy of your book? Um, we have an event coming up. Absolutely. We just got a couple seconds here. Yes. Um, I have a Mind and Money Makeover um, session this Saturday, July 13th at 12 noon. So if you want to come out and call me, my number is 757-816-0253. And I'll give you all the information. And it is phenomenal. If you think this was great. Mind and Money Makeover. makeover. Yes. This Saturday at noon. Yes. 757-816-8253. Okay. Mm, 816 -0253. Three. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then um, also you can reach me at fundingandempire at gmail.com or fundingandempire at gmail.com. Gmail okay. I'm also on Facebook, Funding and Empire. Okay. And also you can actually um, go to my website, fundingandempire.com as well. Perfect. Thank you so much, Tierney. You're welcome. I look forward to having you back. I hope you'll ask me to come back. <laughs> I absolutely will. I'm asking you now, so <laughs> consider okay, it done. Okay. We will talk soon. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And now, more Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham on Smooth 88.1 WHOV. 
Welcome, welcome back to this edition of Black Wall Street Today. A special guest is on the line with us. This gentleman has toured the world with the likes of Les Brown, his international best-selling book. Uh, oh my goodness, a set back is a set up for a comeback. Can you say that 10 times fast? <laughs> Has taken entrepreneurship by storm. We're so excited that he's got an announcement to make. Dr. Willie Jolie, are you there? Well, it's a privilege and a pleasure, a treat and a treasure to be on with you and everybody there at Black Wall Street. It's a joy to be on with you. And everybody who knows me knows I start every show and interview and the XM show I do on my show or every speech with. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it, I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I'm a suffer if I lose it, give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute for my eternity to wrap up in it. So I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you in there. Speak to you and your listeners. Dr. Jolly, I can't top that. <laughs> I won't try. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Listen, we found out that you were going to be in our market um, and have made arrangements for you to come and share with us here in the beautiful city of Hampton. Can you tell the listeners what you're going to be talking about? Well, I'm looking forward to being with you and your uh, members and guests on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. Yes. And we're going to talk about how you can turn your setbacks into comebacks and then turn those comebacks into greenbacks. Why is it that some people can make a million dollars, lose it, then make another million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Why mm -hmm. some people, no matter what they touch, it turns to gold? While other people work hard, work diligently, put their head down, but never quite hit the mark. Why is it? Well, the reason is that most people who are consistently able to recreate success know the recipe. And just as there's a recipe for cake or pie, there's a recipe for success. And once you know it and you employ it, it will work for you. That is what has happened in my life and what I teach now to companies and organizations and individuals around the world. Most people know me in the corporate world. Some people in, 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 in you know, America say, I don't know this guy. But the corporate people know me because of my work with Ford Motor Company. Yes, talk about that. In 2006, Ford was on the brink of bankruptcy. They brought in a new CEO named Alan Mulally. He said, we've got to change the culture of this company and got to come back. Oh, this company is history. It's, it's, it's Edsel. It's, it's done. It's a, it's a lost name. Well, I'm grateful one of the execs at Ford had read my book, A Setback, Set Up for Comebacks. It's this guy in Washington, D.C. who helps companies and people come back and turn their setbacks into greenbacks. I read his stuff. We need to bring him in. So they bring me in. I worked before in 2006, 2007, 2008. And in 2009, as you might remember, Ford was the only one of the big three automakers to be able to reject a government bailout. It mm. was losing a million dollars a month in 2006 to making a billion, a, 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 a billion dollars a month in 2009. Now, well, the, the B is in Black Wall Street. That's right. B as in Black Wall Street. Now, did the economy go up between 2006 and 2009? No. Pretty sure it went down. America, it went down. What changed? Wow. Thinking. When you change your thinking, when you learn how to think differently, and you learn how to do new things, you can get new results. So after Ford's success, 
Uh, I started getting calls from General Motors and Walmart to Venture and Johnson & Johnson at Dubai and uh, Coca-Cola South Africa, Malaysia Prudential. So I've been going around the world. I'm here coming to Hampton Roads, and I will be with you and your folks Saturday morning. We're going we're gonna to fire them up, grow them up, teach them up, <laughs> tell them up how to make it happen, and go up, show up, and grow up. It's time to make some money, baby. We need more black billionaires in our community. We need more Absolutely. people who are a destiny, a legacy, and an impact. Dr. When Jolly, I, we're out of time. I'm so sorry. I'm just fired up. You just get me fired up now. I'm just getting started. No. Don't wait. Don't Listen. Be there for the last people. I'm just trying to love me. Don't delay. Don't Oh my goodness. If you want to hear more of Dr. Willie Jolly the Great, please visit Network with Dr. Jolly. That's J O L L E Y dot eventbrite.com. That's Network with Dr. Jolly, J O L L E Y dot eventbrite.com. And we'll look forward to seeing you if you're in this market on Saturday morning at the Centera Careplex. We'll be in conference rooms B and C. He's going to bring incredible energy. I'm looking forward to it. Now it's time for this edition of Hashtag Add This to the List with Miss Heather Dixon. She is the founder and CEO of Because We Care Too, Incorporated. Miss Dixon's knowledge and expertise have brought new and innovative changes to mental health services in Virginia. Miss Dixon has introduced and implemented service delivery models that have brought change to the behavioral health system in the area of mental health skills building. Through education and training, Miss Dixon is dedicated to reducing the stigma associated with mental illness and empowering those who suffer from serious mental illness and empowering them to, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, empowering them. Boom, her motto, quote, changing lives 365 is evident in her tireless efforts to improve the lives of everyone she encounters. I'm excited to have you with us because this is Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. So talk to us a little bit about Because We Care. All right. Because we care, we are a mental health agency located in the beautiful city of Norfolk, 1761 Church Street, Unit 109. We are the big, beautiful doors that sit across the street from the happy hours. A little bit about Because We Care. Okay, <clears throat> okay. Um, what we focus on, we focus on helping individuals relive again. A lot of our people in our community are suffering and they need help. And what we are doing are being one of the things that we are doing is being a change agent in the community. We are looking at the systematic problems and trying to figure out how and what do we need to do in the community that we sit in the middle of. And we sit in the middle of Huntsville. And one of the things that I focus on is rebuilding that community. And yeah. I believe me and my wonderful staff, we are compassionate about what we do. We just don't talk about it. I literally believe in Changing Lives 365. And through that, we have seen a lot of people being able to regain housing. We see people that has been um, having numerous hospitalizations. They were being reduced. And most of all, they are reliving again. They're getting housing. Mm -hmm. You know, they're waking up with hope and joy. And like Dr. Jolly just got through speaking about, they're waking up with a, a new energy 
to relive again. And I yeah. think that's one of the missing elements in our community. I just believe, hey, I work in your in your community. Utilize us. Absolutely. And and that's what we focus on. And mental health is our passion. We have two great doctors. Um, uh, we have Dr. Felicia Jefferson, who has a prestigious um, background. We have Mr. Dante Sutphin and a, a slew, a team of people who really, really, really make sure that we're living up to the mark. And we're tag teaming with the hospitals and making things work. I love it. I actually have a background in mental health. And so Ooh. I sense that you know, that, that compassion um, for the work. And I know that, you know, mental health issues are, can be you know, very uh, heavily concentrated in those impoverished communities okay. where we live. And so I love to hear that you're not just focused on the skills building, but you're out in the community. I know you guys just had a huge cookout that you did and, um, you know, just all those kinds of outreach things. You know, yeah. we need those things. Yeah. You know, um, Blair, I really think that's very important that uh, once we check in, we can teach people it's okay to smile and mm -hmm. laugh. And that um, even though I, I have a problem, and I tell them sometimes we can't allow our problems to overtake us, but we have to learn to deal with our problems. Right. And how we do we cope with it. And that so, we are not our problems, there right? There you go. There you That's go. huge. There you go. How did you get involved in this work? Oh, man, I have been doing mental health since I have graduated from college. I have worked with, um, I have been gifted in this, you know, humbly speaking. Um, mm. The good Lord has placed me around some great people who mentored me. And um, so I came out of the state of North Carolina. I did behavior therapy. Uh, I, I rocked out with that. Um, I, you know, I went into business um, prior to, wasn't the right time, and, you know, and I, I took some understudies, and I was just able to really grasp it and learn it. You know, I, I know mental health. You know, I know it. I, I just feel like I can write a book all about mental health wow. and the behavior aspects of it and how to break it down. I yeah. appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate you. It does. It takes a special person. You got to have patience. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have anything coming up that you want to share? Definitely share your contact information. How can we get a hold of you? Well, we are located at uh, 1761 Church Street. Okay. And on um, the beautiful city of Norfolk, but we service all seven cities. And okay. one of the, the great things, you can check us out on Facebook because we care too, incorporate it. We also have an Instagram and a um, Twitter page. And not only that, um, you can uh, contact us at 757 440 3125. I'm going to say that again. 757-440-3125. If you know someone that may be dealing with something, having them to call and see how we can help. Okay. And we get you and it's right not place. just that, you know, they have to be on one end of the spectrum or another. It sounds like you can help a variety of people, right? Absolutely. Okay. Because people think, oh, you know, it's not that bad. They could just be dealing with something yeah. minor and they could still potentially benefit from your services it sounds like absolutely yes okay let me reiterate 757-440-3125 mm -hmm. okay and because we care too on Facebook yes ma'am 
Perfect. Thank you so much for uh, coming in today. We certainly look forward to having you back. Please keep us apprised of any events or things you have going on. All we'll right. make sure we announce those. All right. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thank so you for much. having me. It is my pleasure. I've got a couple things here I want to share as we get ready for our last guest. Money 101, Five Rings Financial, uh, is hosting a complimentary dinner workshop. Not a sales seminar, but an educational meeting where you bring your notepad, grab a bite to eat, and listen to the fundamental principles of money. Doors open at 6 o'clock and we get started at 6.30. We ask that you RSVP for yourself and any guests um, who are planning to attend so that uh, catering can be taken care of. It looks like there's an Eventbrite registration if you search Money 101 Five Rings. That is something that is happening right here in Hampton Roads at the Weston Hotel Virginia Beach Town Center. Also coming up uh, on Saturday, July 20th is the Six Step Kingdom Wealth Building Boot Camp. Uh, happening in the city of Newport News. Kingdom Wealth Builders is a unique wealth building program which intentionally teaches individuals how to increase their wealth to influence the financial future of their children, something we were speaking about earlier. This program is taught by business professionals combining their professional experience with biblical principles to reduce generational financial endurance. The format for providing this information is offered through a membership program which includes newsletters, webinars, videos, and vlogs. That information is also available on Eventbrite if you search Six Step Kingdom Wealth Building Boot Camp. Yay for events happening here in Hampton Roads. Our last guest for today is Mr. George Wilson. George Wilson is a veteran of the Army and a father of four who served tour on Iraq and Afghanistan. He first got involved in financial services and insurance in 2016 to learn more about how money works, ways to save and invest, as well as how to protect his family. As a result of not taking advantage of retirement planning early in his career, Georgia began to educate others to avoid financial pitfalls because he's witnessed firsthand the grief and the stress that not being properly protected can have on loved ones. George, welcome to the show. Thank you, Blair. How you doing today? I'm doing well. I just think you have such a unique perspective on this. And I really appreciate your commitment to getting out in the community and, and educating families. So thank you, first but, of all. But thank you for um, having me on the show today. For sure. I'm a little nervous. Yeah. Don't be. I'm not going to ask you anything you don't know. You guys should see George. He's got notebooks in front of him. <laughs> He's fully prepared. Uh, but but you know the stuff inside and out. So do you want to tell your story first or do you want to talk about how money works? We can do either. I can um, tell my story first. Go for it. So like I said, I was in the military for 21 years. Uh, my, my children. So when I was you know in the Army, we trained and planned for the unexpected. So while I was about to retire, I wasn't really prepared in, in the way I should have. Even though things worked out for me, they may not work out for somebody else. So right. I got introduced to um, a gentleman who helped me, show me how money works, better mm -hmm. ways to save, better ways to invest. Because everything in our lives come with a man. A phone, a sure. car, a TV, even our clothes have a tag in it to show you how to wash it or mm -hmm. dry it. But your paycheck doesn't. True. <laughs> so we end up learning from trial and error that end up putting us in debt, bad credit, 
living from paycheck to paycheck because 40, 40% of Americans are, li- are one paycheck away from poverty. Yeah. Or less than that. I mean, it's, wow. It's, because we, we don't, we're not educated on the principles that a lot of people that, you know, they, they got rich off and that we, you know, a lot of us as um, African-Americans, we're not, you know, we don't have that knowledge that, that would end up giving us generational poverty. From generation to generation, the same old beliefs and the way, you know, your mom, dad, your mom and dad did, your grandma did, it, that passed on down to children the way they did. So mm-hmm. it's keep passing on and on and on and on and on. A where, legacy of poverty, right. right? Not a legacy of wealth. Right, because everybody wanted, you know, everybody said, you know, hey, we need to create generational wealth. Well, let's talk about generational poverty. Yeah. That's what we need. That's what we need to make sure people know that generational poverty, you know, is debt. Bad credit. Living paycheck to paycheck. You know, the, mis- the miseducation of, of not knowing how money works is, co- is costing us thousands of dollars. And at the same time, is it doesn't have to. You know, just you know, as, you know, as your mind, as your money mindset changes, your finances will improve. It's all. It's so all let's about talk about that. I mean, let's get into some some practical steps. What is it that you help empower people with? What are you teaching? Because because you know, all we know is what we know. Right. And and a lot of us aren't even living paycheck to paycheck. We're living paycheck to Monday. Right? Right. <laughs> we don't even, you know, I stole that from Dr. Lynn Richardson, but yeah. That's so so how do we how do we begin to make those small changes? It's knowing your budget. You know, knowing, you know, where you are now. The B word. Budget. But it's being honest, you know, being honest with yourself. If you can't be honest with yourself, who I'm who can you be honest with? Sure. So you gotta be honest with yourself. Say, you know what? I want to retire, say, at 55. Mm-hmm. Because retirement is not an age. It's a financial number. Mm, good concept. Because I, I retired from the ministry when I was 41. I went in when I was 19. Wow. So, you know, I still got a nod of 40, 50 years on this earth. Sure. So, you say you want to retire at 55? What's your financial number? What, what, what resources do you need to have the lifestyle you want in retirement? So it starts with an understanding of if we look at what our lifestyle is now, and we kind of map out, you know, how we're going to maintain that. We figure out exactly what that number is. That's right. That it would take for us to okay. Because you pay- and is that something you help people with? Yes, I do. Okay. So, you know, that's our financial needs analysis. Sit okay. down where you, with your, your income, your expenses, your, your, your retirement goals. Because, you know, you want to protect the lifestyle that, that you um, create creating for yourself. Sure. You know, without going back to work, without getting another uh, part-time job, without cutting expenses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you plan, if you plan, if you plan ahead of time, planning and preparation equals success. Sure. And, you know, you know, and I figured, you know, I, I learned a lot of that the hallway. Uh, you know, you know, going to, uh, be, especially being in the military, 
you know, we had that misconception of, you know, we always going to get paid. First and 15, we always get paid. Mm. But when you retire, you get paid once a month. Instead wow. Of, instead of twice a month. So it's, it's a big shell shock. Because, you know, you have, you had that, that misconception of, you know, you always, you're, it's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. So we in the middle, so you're burning through it, burning through it, burning through it. So, you know, you're not really thinking about 10, 15 years down the line. Because the information I learned in three years, I could have used 10, 15 years ago. And been in a totally different position, totally different right? Position. So you talked about the financial needs analysis. And actually, if you've just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. Um, today's topic is income protection. And we're having a conversation now with George Wilson, who provides a, a much needed service in the community, really sharing information about how it is that money works um, so that, you know, we can ultimately change our uh, the trajectory of our families, right, moving forward. That's right. So financial needs analysis, you come out, you sit down with the total financial picture and you help individuals figure out their financial independence number, yes. the number that, the dollar amount yes. that would be necessary for them to retire at whatever age they want to retire. Yes. Okay, it's, that's good. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people, you know, they have, wait, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to do this, but we sit there and show them on paper, oh, it can happen. Right, like, Not, uh, something's okay. got to change, right? I was, I was like, oh, uh, well, I didn't know it was going to be that much. I'm like, well, okay. But, you know, it's, it's, you know they don't worry, let's don't worry about that. Let's worry about now and work toward that. Mm-hmm. Start small, work, work in front of So you help the them figure up. out a number, and then you're also able to help them to achieve that number. Yes. How do we do that? See that too through um, investments. Okay. You know, investments, life insurance, the the whole, you know, the whole the whole, I guess, um, service of everything showing because a lot of people think that you you need a lot of money to invest. Hmm, is that not true? It's not true. You you don't you don't got to be rich, you know, to 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 have, you know, investments because. I think that's true. I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm using acorns for investing. So, <laughs> Pennies so, at a right. time. So, I mean, you, 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 you don't need a lot. I mean, a minimum contribution to an IRA is $25 a month. $25 a month. And how does that, so long term, am I able to get the kind of gains on that money that would equate to... My financial independence number? Yes, it will. Because I know I can't do it in a savings account. No, you cannot. Because your bank is only giving you 2% on your money. Right. So we got companies we work with giving people between 8 and 10% on that money. Hmm. That's not bad. Let me, let, me, um, let me paint a picture for you. Okay. Say you're 21 years old. You start investing $100 a month at 8%. And you don't put nothing else in there until you retire at 67. That's a half a million dollars. So myself, I don't start till I'm 41. I put in the same hundred dollars at 8%. That's on a hundred, that's on a hundred thousand dollars. You wow. have lost four times the purchasing power mm-hmm. that you could have. And that's just a hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
because when so I so there's a cost associated with right, waiting. There's a high cost to waiting. Yeah. Because everybody, everybody assume we got time. You know, time waits for no one. Mm-hmm. The, the, the clock keep ticking. So the longer you wait, the more money you got to put in there. Because that person at 41 got to put in four or five times as much as that person started at 21. When I first got my license, my, my kids were my first clients. Okay. I set them up with $100 a month investment accounts because they working. You know, I started them at 50, but my son, one of my sons, he's an overachiever. He was like, well, well can I do $100 a month? Like, yeah. <laughs> sure. Just, yeah, do $100 a month. Yeah. So I set them up their life insurance policies. You know, to make sure they're protected, make sure I'm leaving something for them. Mm-hmm. I said, you're not going to see it now mm-hmm. because you're young. When you get my age and older, you'll see that. And you know what? I got this much money in my account where, you know, if they want to go buy a house, you can you can take money out for your, for your first time home buy. No penalty. Love it. If it's a, if it's a death in the family, you know, if, you know, if somebody, somebody can't cover it, okay, I got it. And these are just standard IRA Right. Um, Roth, Roth, Roth IRAs. Roth IRAs. That's good news. And you said you can invest as little as $25, a month. $25 a month. The max is, max is 500 Because I I work with a lot of middle class people that, you know, they're on a budget. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just, I can only do 25 a month. Okay. Now, let's increase it every every quarter Okay. by 25 now, are you really going to miss twenty five dollars? Arguably not. <laughs> so, you know, you know. so, but you're building your way up. Yeah. To that five hundred, you're not you put it up the way you're not missing it. Got you. So we said we. I can see that as opposed to starting at right, five hundred. Right, if I right. start at the twenty five and just incrementally increase right. it. You work your way up to where you put away two three hundred dollars a month and you're not missing it. Mm-hmm. That's huge. And you're doing it at a, at a, at a good rate of return mm-hmm. where, you know, you, you just let it go. Mm-hmm. I got clients who don't even look at that accounts. I look at it. I'm like, okay, your, client, your account's growing. Oh, are you for real? Like, it's, it's, growing, it's growing like that? Yeah, it's growing like so that. So you get to make those calls. That's awesome. So, I mean. Let me ask you this, George. It looks like we've got to go to break. We might be able to come back, but I do want to have you um, provide your contact information. For folks that might like to have this financial needs analysis done, at least get the process started, don't know where to necessarily look, how can we reach you, George? Uh, You reach me on, I'm on, uh, my phone number is 757-769-1466. 757-769-1466, okay. I'm I'm on um, Facebook, George Wilson. Also have my, my business Facebook page, George Wilson. Dash Primerica. George Wilson. Is that a hyphen Primerica? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Money Matters with GL Wilson. I mean, with, with, with GLW, excuse me. Money Matters, Matters. with GLW. Okay. I'm also um, coming out with a financial booklet. Okay. That I created. We need all the financial booklets we can get. So, I, um, I, uh, Create a booklet. I want um, people to email me. Get, um, send me the email address. I, I send my um, copy of the um, booklet. Also, I'm, I'm sending my website uh, coming up soon. Perfect. 
I love it. I did want to close with just one more word from George Wilson. I feel like we were right in the middle of uh, a great conversation about how we can start to make some changes in our finances, but we've only got two minutes. George, so far you've helped us to appreciate the financial needs analysis, right? Figuring out what that financial independence number is by taking a total picture of where we are now and what it's going to take for us to sustain that between when we retire and when we would likely pass away. $25 a month is the minimum IRA investment, a Roth IRA investment. $500 is the maximum. You help people start at $25 and work their way up. Yes. Is there one other thing you want to share? I just want to say this. Um, 40% 40 of Americans have no form of life insurance. Is that number bigger in our community, do you think? I think so. Because I I, um, buried my first wife because I was in the military. But, you know, we always had, you know, they always provide us with with the insurance. But I had a nephew nephew pass away two years ago. He just got married like eight months before that. That, Wow. they they, They didn't have life insurance. Uh, um, one of my church brothers, his 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 father passed, no life insurance, so it was, it was left on him to take care of the expenses. So, how long have you been doing this, George? About three years. Have you had to deliver a death benefit? No, I haven't. Not yet. Wow, forty percent of Americans have no life insurance. So, I mean, it's it's a grief. We got iPhones. Mm-mm-mm. We. Ninety percent of Americans have iPhones, don't they? <laughs> we got nice, we got nice clothes, nice car. We we we, we insure our car, our phone, our TV. You know why not insure your family? Huge. It is all income tax. George, let's reiterate your contact information. I think we got thirty seconds or so. Uh-huh. I got seven five seven seven six nine one four six six. Yes. Perfect. Facebook at George Wilson underscore Primerica. Instagram, Money Matters with GLW. Yes. Awesome. I look forward to having you back. Hey, love We got to have this conversation as often as possible, right? Love to come back again. Great. I'd love to have you. Phenomenal. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black.